Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we'll be discussing Masonic speeches and toasts. One of the most frequent but most difficult duties within the Lodge is to give a consistently good speech or toast. It doesn't sound like much, but believe me, it can be a real pain. At this moment in time, I'm Junior Warden and I have to deliver the visitor's speech and I'm telling you now, I'm finding it really difficult to give a monthly toast and keep topics fresh. We have regular visitors in my lodge that commute a bit over an hour, which I find impressive as they are consistent, so I feel obliged to give them a good toast. Well, my first tip is what I'm going to call the 100 meter starting commentary. <laughs> this is to aid the duration of speeches to something more suitable and to grab the attention of the brethren which may not be there at the opening. The intertable banter can fall a little bit behind the percussion of the gavel and the opening words of the speech may not be clear to those in the room. Now, this is where the 100 meter technique comes into play. When I was watching the 100 Greatest Sporting Moments on TV, I remember that they did a section on the, commenting, uh, on the commentary on the 100 meter sprint. It was amusing as the question is, how do you comment on something that was only 10 seconds long? Well, the commentator gave away the trade secrets and said, you need to say something like, off to a clean start, as by the time you said this, there's only a few seconds to go, and then you can comment because somebody's now out in front. Same with the speeches. A sentence like, I find it one of the great pleasures of attending this lodge to see so many familiar faces from far-flung corners of the country, is a good little opener. It adds a few seconds and it focuses the room. Secondly, my, my, one of my greatest techniques is to look online or buy a book. There are some really great resources for snappy, punchy speeches, which you can either buy or subscribe to, leaving you more time to think about your ritual and other official or lodge duties. And thirdly, and, and just as importantly, humour or banter. I know that humour is a given, but when it comes to banter, you have to, you have to get a feel for the room first and to be quite careful. Having said this, I always take the opportunity, and perhaps not at the Christmas meet, to rib our visitors and, uh, and make a little bit of fun of their lodge. So, for instance, it's so ghastly that they have to drive over an hour to find a civilised one, etc., etc. This I've always found to go down well and to be well received, but you need to know your audience and you have to have built up a bit of a rapport before you start getting cheeky. Perhaps not the best to do if, you've, if you're doing your first speeches and entered apprentice at the top table, but I'll leave it, I'll leave it to you to gauge the room. And lastly, don't spend too long doing it. Uh, I, sh I, I take no longer than five to ten minutes to write a speech. Uh, I, I don't think it's necessary to, to write a five-minute one every single, every single meet, but it's up to you. Uh, that's my two cents worth. Uh, Brother Anshaw, do you have anything to add to the, add to the topic? Um, yes. So I've given a lot of speeches in my time, and I normally start with a, a joke, if possible, a Masonic joke. Um, because it gets people's attention and, and it kind of breaks the ice. And I also like to start by thanking somebody for something. So, you know, preparing the food or taking the trouble to come a long way to visit us or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, again, that kind of gets people's attention. Um, also, I found that um, some of the old books um, particularly written in the 1920s, um, mm. wit and wisdom type books. Um, I bought a couple in a second-hand shop for 10p each or 50p each, I forget what it was. And uh, they're full of really interesting anecdotes that people have never heard before. And that being original and new, even though it's 
old, but it's new to young people. They've never heard it before. And so when you when you make a joke, you want to make sure that it's it's tasteful and you don't want to be too trendy because then half the lodge being older, they don't understand the joke. So um, it takes a little bit of practice, but um, it, it can be enjoyable thing to do. Yes, definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. I th- I th- humor's key. I, th- I think just keeping it lighthearted. Yeah. Just a little, little bit of a um, little bit of banter. Yeah. And I think that's key. So most of the people attending are not there for a lecture. <laughs> They've Absolutely. had lectures, you know. They and you you normally give the, the talk uh, during the festive, either during or after the festive board. So people uh, they're they're eating and um, they're, they're well oiled, perhaps. So mm-hmm. they want something interesting to listen to. Yes. Yeah, and keep the duration short. Two yeah. minutes, two minutes at most, I reckon. Yeah, five, five minutes. I think yeah. five is pretty good. Yes, yeah. I, I um, once brought in uh, a prop, which was a very large telephone directory, which I had wrapped um, with a piece of paper, which said tonight's speech, and it was like. <laughs> 400, 400, 500 pages. I put that down on the lectern, showed everybody, put it down on the lectern, turned over the page. <laughs> and they were all thinking, oh, no. But actually, I, it was only a five-minute speech. <laughs> lucky, lucky for them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Talking of talking of five-minute speeches, I, I think we'll come, we'll cut it clear there. We'll, we'll, we'll end there. Yes. So um, if you have any emails, please email us on the on the link below. We now part on the square and we will meet soon. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.